Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports today. I am joined by former MSU wide receiver, Mitch Greibel. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, Mitch. How are you? Good, good. It's kind of weird to interview someone with the same first name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can be Mitch one, I'll be Mitch two. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's kind of an uncommon name, so I was kind of excited to, you know, interview you and have just that connection too. <laughs> For sure. Well, I appreciate you having me on, man. I really do. <laughs> Of course. So what kind of started your love for football, man? And wanted you to, or made you want to play it in college and everything, man? Yeah, I think, well, my grandpa played in college. He played at uh, Denver University when they still had football way back in the day. Um, And then my dad played football in high school, played football in college at Northern Colorado. Um, And so I just had always had that, um, that football mentality, football family growing up. Um, And then I also played a lot of other sports too, baseball. I thought about playing baseball in college. Just didn't end up. I just didn't end up loving baseball as much as I love football. It was always my goal to play college football, and um, so I originally went to the Air Force Academy at a high school because um, it was always my dream to play D one. And then that didn't work out as well as I thought it would. So ended up transferring to to MSU and fell in love with Bozeman, fell in love with the community, and and yeah. So I've met, I've met a lot of great people in Bozeman. Go back at least once or twice every year. I just miss it. So um, and I know Bozeman's changing like crazy, but it's still always good to get back and and enjoy enjoy the Bozeman life. Yeah, even being a Montanan and going there semi-frequently, being two hours away, it's like, dang, it seems like it changes every time I'm here. That's I'm that's what I've heard. I haven't been back in probably 11 months, so it's uh, I I heard it's it's getting wild over there, man. Yeah, just uh, yesterday I was up helping my brother um come back for the summer, and the traffic it took like 10 minutes to get off of Main Street. <laughs> she's talking about i mean for bozeman that's a long time now that's like that's like almost la traffic to those montanans you know yeah that's fun yeah no i mean it's all in perspective but for bozeman that's like wait what (laughs) yeah it's uh especially the downtown area i know seventh i think seventh is the one that's everyone's talking about that's blowing up like crazy i know main street has been slowly slowly growing but i heard seventh is starting to starting to pop off a little bit too which is kind of i mean it's exciting for you know for the college town and for people visiting but for sure for those og montanans i don't know if they necessarily love it as much (laughs) as others do for sure for sure so you know what when you were going through your transfer process from the air force made you choose montana state so they they recruited me out of high school um so i knew a couple of the coaches still and actually i was trying to go to csu in fort collins um and didn't end up making like the summer cutoff i would have had to sit out a year and so by transferring down a level, technically D1 AA, I didn't right. have to sit out. So Montana State was my number one between them and like South Dakota, I think it was or something. Those were kind of my two number one FCS schools that I wanted to go to. So reached out to Coach Ash at the time, um, and he was like, "Yeah, come down, you know, come visit and hang out at our summer camp practice, or you know, and just enjoy." I knew a couple guys that were from Colorado. I didn't personally know them, but I knew that they were from the Colorado area. Taylor Sheridan being one of them. Um, and Alex, he's actually, actually is my neighbor. So it's just pretty crazy. And we were captains together at the cats, but, um, yeah, so I kind of knew of a couple guys there and latched onto those guys and Alex Singleton, um, who was one of my roommates in college. I still, he, he just actually came to Denver. I'm hanging out with him later today, but, um, he was my roommate. And so he kind of, I kind of latched onto him and, and those guys kind of showed me the way. And I ended up falling in love with Bozeman because of not necessarily the, the town, but just the guys that are around me. It was a great, great group of guys that I was with. That's awesome. So you kind of came to Montana State at the perfect time. 
the program was just kind of resurging to the powerhouse that it is now. How cool is it to be a part of that first group of really talented players? It was, it was good, man. I, uh, my first year I redshirted, so I was behind, you know, Denarius and all those guys at the time I was trying to play quarterback. And so it was, uh, it was me and, uh, Dakota Prukop who ended up being my quarterback, um, at, at MSU, but, um, yeah, being around those guys and being around the, the culture. And obviously I wasn't there when we were on the downslope, I was there right when we were hitting that upslope, which was, which was awesome to be a part of. I mean, the fan base was going crazy. You know, the fan, I know, I know the stadium's always packed, but um, it, no, it was just a good, the atmosphere, the town was buzzing always. And, uh, yeah, I, it was just, it was the experience there. I'll never forget. It was, it'll always just be in the back of my mind. Like, man, anytime a Bozeman, anytime Bozeman or Montana, just in general is brought up, you know, I always, always reference like, yeah, I played, I played Montana. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm proud to be, you know, uh, kind of Montana, Montana guy. Um, I, I loved it, man. It was, it was, it was one of the best experiences of my life for sure. That's awesome. So then you mentioned now, I didn't realize that you were in the same quarterback room with Denarius and Dakota Prukop. Yep. And Jake Bleskin. Yeah. All and those guys. Jake Bleskin. What was it like to be in a quarterback room with those three? I mean, at the time I knew Denarius was very talented. I didn't know much about Dakota other than we were the same, same. Oh, well, he was one grade below me, but um, I knew Denarius was good. I knew Jake was good. But I, you know, I, I didn't know at the time how good Dakota was. We were, we, and it was really once Denarius graduated, um, I knew it was between me and Dakota and Jake. So, um, and then I obviously found out real fast how good Dakota was. So um, I, I decided to either, so I was going to go to switch to DB or switch to wide receiver. And I was like, well, I don't want to leave the offensive side of the ball. So decided to switch to switch to receiver and uh, it, you know, it worked out, which was, which was good. And, yeah, it was that quarterback room though was doesn't get much more competitive than than those those guys. No, I mean that's awesome. So then, how hard was that transition to wide receiver for you? It, it was it, it was hard in the aspect of I had to one I had to lose some weight I had to you know gain some speed, um, and it was just a different training style that I was used than than what I was used to. Learning the plays, obviously, I already knew the, knew all the plays I knew all the reads I knew all that kind of stuff so I knew our playbook and so that actually helped me a lot at receiver just being able to find an open zone and if we were in man how to get open that kind of thing um, without getting going into too much detail on that but um, yeah I think just the training aspect of it um, obviously you run a lot more so mm. <laughs> um, I lost shoot I probably lost about 10-15 pounds just to get get down to weight that I could run consistently and um, you know play the whole game without getting tired which was if I was playing, if I were to play at the weight that I was playing at a quarterback, there's no way that I could do that. So it was, uh, that was the toughest transition for sure. Oh man, I can only imagine. And I mean, you see that a lot in the pros that players that were maybe more run style quarterbacks in college end up playing running back or wide receiver. And you're like, how are you doing that at the yeah. highest level of yeah. the game? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild, man. And obviously at that level, it's a whole different story, but um yeah it was a it was interesting it was but I mean it was fun like I I, I played receipt like slot receiver one time in high school like our all-state game when when the other quarterback came in after I was in and they were just like yeah just go play receiver and ended up catching a touchdown pass so I knew I could do it but it was just an interesting it was an interesting transition because I'd never done it really I've never practiced it I've never learned you know releases or you know route breaks or any of that kind of stuff so um coach Kemp at the time who had come over from Tennessee 
helped me out a ton. I mean, that guy, and he used to, he played at Bozeman for like two years, um, came over from Oregon. But uh, yeah, I think he was, he was monumental in, in my success at receiver for sure. That's awesome. So, you know, you mentioned the atmosphere of Bobcat Stadium and it is electric. What was it like to play at that stadium as your home stadium? So I, I like to anybody that and so my girlfriend, like right now, she's from Michigan. So she talks about the big house all the time, all the time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, but you've never been to a Bobcat game like you don't understand how incredible fans are and how truly loud. I mean, it is loud in mm -hmm. that stadium. Yeah. And just having that gold rush. Oh my God, man. I'm, so I'm going to, I'm probably going to go this year and I can't wait. And so I, I talk about this and I hype up Bobcat stadium so much. It's not even really hype. It's, I mean, it's the truth how right. loud that place gets, how rowdy the fans are. Um, and just, I mean, you can feel the electricity on game day and I mean, it, it, it's making my hair stand up right now. Just thinking about it, man, it really is. It's awesome, man. Game day there is, it's unmatched in my opinion. I don't, I don't care if you Ohio state, you know, big 12 football, big, whatever. I don't care. Like I'll put Montana state up against any of those guys for game day. Well, what's so cool about Montana state and Montana, I'll give them credit too, even though I don't like to a lot. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's so cool about both of our schools is there is just such passion with the fans. I mean, it's, it's kind of a livelihood almost. It is. Yeah. And I think, and you you get this a lot too with houses divided in terms of like families one brother goes to montana one brother goes to montana state like i was really good friends and still am really good friends with the timbers and so they had two guys go to the cats and obviously their older brother ty went and played in montana so i mean i feel like you get that a lot in montana um and you're either i mean you're either blue and gold or you're the other guys that i mean there's no in between there's no. we don't have a pro team here you know and it's either you're a cat or you're a grizz so that's that's how it goes and i i personally love that i think it makes the uh the atmosphere and wherever you go it doesn't even matter where you go in montana anybody's going to be a cat or you know you're going to be a grizz it's not like ah you know i don't really care it's like everybody cares everybody yeah. cares which is the best part i loved it that was that was my favorite part about just the fan base like you, you could either be a full-on cat fan or you could run into a grizz fan and they're going to tell you how they feel so it's, it was it was pretty cool man I, I i really enjoyed it i thought that was really cool sure so you know, talking about Cat Grizz, obviously it's a huge rivalry. What was it like to be able to play in those games? Oh, man. Um, I mean, it was just – it was special. And and I didn't – and I'll admit it, I'm, I'm not a true Montanan. I didn't grow up with the rivalry. So I had to kind right. of uh, foster it into to my way of thinking. Um, and just being around guys that are from Montana that are on the team – um, and see their families and how passionate they were about it right when my first, you know, my first couple of years um, with the cats and just seeing how, how passionate they were about that game. You, you, uh, you get into that culture pretty quick and you kind of start understanding it a little bit more. Um, you're, uh, you know, after the years go by and by the time my junior and senior year rolled around, man, you, I, I'm not going to cuss on here, but I can hate the Grizz, man. I hate them. And so you, you got to, I mean, dude, you have to, it's, it's like a, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's now it's in my blood. Like I, I'll never not hate the Grizz. Yeah. I do. I respect the Grizz. Sure. Like I respect the rivalry and I, I respect, you know, all the guys and cause they go through the same, you know, hardships that we go through. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's still, it's still a rivalry and, and I'm uh, we'll never lose as a Cats fan. <laughs> in my opinion, I, I, we better not lose anymore. So, right. 
<laughs> for sure. So other than Cat Stadium, uh, where was your favorite place to play? Well, I hate to admit it, but it's probably the Grizz, probably Washington yeah. Grizzly. I mean, <laughs> just in terms, I mean, just like just just the atmosphere and just how lively that that game day was. I mean, it's hard to it really is hard to hard to imitate anywhere else. Like I, you know, yeah. I play in college. I was at Air Force and we played at Notre Dame and I'd experienced the game day and all that stuff there. And I just I, I honestly can compare. I can't compare it to Montana State or Montana. I can't I, I just can't. I mean, the the grizz hate the cats and the cats hate the grizz and like just that 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 fiery passion is just like it's hard to get over man it really is like it's a very very special thing and unless you've been a part of it or been around it um it, it's it's hard to comprehend if you haven't if you haven't been there you know and if yeah i mean a lot of people are they're big fbs school you know fans and right. you know they're gonna say my you know there's no game day like my school but until you're you're at one of those cat grizz games you just you just can't you can't fully understand it. Yeah, I wish. I think last year they started a petition to get game day to yeah. the Cat Grizz game. Yeah, they should. I wish one of these years they would do it. Well, I bet you they will. I mean, especially if you know the Cats keep going to the Natty, and hopefully we can win a Natty here pretty soon. Hopefully next year. But um, I mean, North Dakota State got it what twice over there. They got yeah. game day over there. So shoot, I mean, it's not it's not out of the realm of of us getting it to either Bozeman or or those other guys so i think uh i think i think it could happen i think it should happen to be honest for sure no definitely so being a slot receiver is kind of dangerous it is at times <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> was there ever a linebacker or um safety that you were just like god i hope this guy does not hit me uh I mean, there was a couple linebackers. Yeah. I think the number one guy that I didn't want to get hit by and I ended up getting hit by him was, uh, I can't remember his first name. His last name was Killebrew. He went to Southern Utah and then went on okay. to play for the Patriots. Um, that dude was, that dude was a wrecking ball, but, uh, <laughs> it, it was fun to, it's, it's always fun to look back and say that I played against those guys say that I played against Cooper cup and, and trained with Cooper cup and, you know, played against a bunch of NFL guys at like Sac state and, um, you know, those guys. And it, it was just a, a really cool experience and at the time i mean you, obviously you don't know if they're going to go to the pros or not but just being able to look back and be like dang that, that you know that was the level of talent that i was playing against it was it was pretty cool like it was very very special and um like i said i look back on it now and appreciate every moment that i that i got and every opportunity that i got at montana state and i can't thank you know the cats and the cat coaches and the cat fans enough i really can't like that's why i like to go back there every single year every single year and show my gratitude and, and enjoy the festivities with with everybody now yeah i don't know i remember watching cooper cup against the cats and i knew he was going to the nfl then yeah oh yeah everybody did <laughs> everybody did he was wondering it's like yeah you're going to the nfl no, for sure now i knew he would go to the nfl did i know he would be a super bowl mvp type guy no probably not but that's pretty incredible what he's done especially yeah. being an fcs guy that, that makes us fcs guys pretty proud yeah. So speaking of that, you know, this year's draft had a bunch of FCS players go. I think there was like 25 or something like that. Mm -hmm. How cool is it to see our level of football be so spot so in the spotlight now? Yeah, I think I mean over the past, I want to say probably 
five to eight years. I mean, you look at every single week one that, and it, these big schools don't want to match up against FCS schools anymore. They don't because no. one, they're, you know, they're not making any money on these games. And two, there's a pretty decent, you know, chance that they're going to lose these, lose these games because FCS schools are, they're not, they're not what they used to be. I mean, no. you're getting NFL guys, obviously, like you said, 20, 25 guys went in the, won the draft this year. So, I mean, it's not, it's no slouch schools you're playing anymore. It's not just a gimme, a gimme game anymore, especially with those, you know, top ranked NDSU cats, you know, those, those kind of caliber schools. And so, you know, if you're an FBS team, you gotta be pretty, pretty picky on who you, who you choose to uh, play week one. So it's a, it's a, as an FCS player, it makes, it makes you proud and it makes you, uh, makes you proud that you are at that level. And I mean, we could play with anybody, maybe not, maybe not Alabama, or like those guys, but yeah. I mean, shoot, like any, you know, any middle to middle to high tier, you know, college football program in the country, you feel like you can, you can hang with them. The only difference is just depth. That's, that's really the yeah. biggest difference. I think talent wise, I mean, talent wise, you can hang with anybody, but you talk about depth at those big schools. It's, they're much more deep than those FCS schools, obviously. So. Right. Even maybe a little bit of size on the lines. Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say a little bit and talk about those SEC schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> them boys, them boys are big. They are big, but yeah, no, I mean, look at it. The um, Grizz went in and beat Washington last year. So. Right. Right. It I mean, you see it. Like, like, yeah. You see it every year. I mean, you see Cooper cup go off for 230 yards on Oregon when Oregon yeah. was ranked top 10 at the time. So I, yeah, I mean, you look at those FBS schools, they're being much more strategic on how they're picking these FCS schools week one. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm serious. Like yeah. they're scared because these FCS schools, they can hang with these FBS schools and beat them. I mean, you look yeah. at Iowa state lost to somebody, you know, a couple years ago, I can't remember who it was, but um, like Sac state beat someone. I know the cats should have beat Wyoming last year. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's what I mean. Like these, these good football schools up in FBS, they're uh, they gotta be, they gotta be smart about who they choose. So. Cool. Yeah, for sure. So were you able to go to Texas for the Natty? I was. Yep. I mean, uh, a bunch of guys went, but I traveled out there with Taylor Sheridan and yeah, it was, uh, it was bittersweet, but it was, a, it was a great experience, man. It was cool. I really, uh, I, the fans that showed up, I did not expect yeah. that many fans to show up. I mean, our fan base, our following was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. And I mean, NDSU goes basically every year. And yeah, so, I think they buy their tickets ahead of time. They do, and they yeah, they they have yeah, it's it's ridiculous. They have guys that own restaurants down there and all all sorts of stuff. But um, it was cool. I mean, we, I was talking to some of those guys, and and they said that the cats traveled better than anyone they've played in the last ten years or wow. eight years or what it was, and I, I and that was that was pretty cool to hear, especially because that was our first time since you know eighty four. Yeah. And so yeah, it was, it was it was cool to hear from guys that are I mean they're there every year. So and right. just to have them to have them say that about about our fan base. I mean, did I expect it? Yeah, honestly, I, I did just because I know how, I know how passionate cats fans are, but um, it was cool to hear from kind of a third party just to, just to, just to show us how, you know, how passionate our, our fan base is. That's awesome. And I think if I remember right from following it, they had like an alumni banquet or something mm -hmm. like that. How yep. was that to go back for that? It was cool. Um, I, yeah, they did. The, they did the banquet. Uh, President Cruzado, she she spoke there and it was it was pretty special seeing everybody there. And uh, and then after that, the game before the excuse me, the day before game day, um, we went out and went to the practice. Coach Vagan, uh, vegan, uh, got us all out there, all ex players. And I was honestly that that point, I was expecting probably, I don't know, probably 50, 60 guys. But there ended up being like 250, almost 300 guys there. 
ex-football oh players. From, I mean, the 84 <laughs> team, like it, it was incredible how many guys showed up. Um, and so just to be around all those, all those alumni, you know, football guys was, that was, that was pretty special. That was, that was one of the, that was probably my favorite part of the whole trip, to be honest with you. That's awesome. So another thing, I mean, you mentioned Taylor Sheridan, you mentioned you're meeting up with Alex Singleton today. How cool is it that you're still friends with all of these guys that you went to college and played football with? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a brotherhood, man. It really is. Like, I, I do feel like all those guys that I played with, I I'm they're They're my family. Like I talk, I still talk to all those guys daily and we're all in group chats. We're all talking to you. You all send stupid memes to each other on Instagram <laughs> and stuff. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's cool. It really is cool. Cause I know there's a lot of my buddies that played in college and they haven't talked to their, you know, their former teammates in you know, eight, eight, six to eight years kind of thing. And, and I talk to my, my boys daily. Like I just, I love them to death and, and their fam's still close to their families, their families talk to my fam, my family. And it's a, it's a, it's a special thing. What, what's going on in Bozeman. So, um, and like I said, it's, it's, I'm going to look back on it. 20 years from now and just say like man that was and I say it now but looking back on it 20 years from now I'm gonna be like that was that was pretty dang special man it's it's hard to it's hard to hard to replicate for sure that's awesome so the reason why I got you on this podcast was Rob Brown sent me your name mm-hmm. and your number and I was just wondering how did your figurine from him turn out because oh man his stuff is amazing oh dude his stuff's incredible it really is and I, I follow his page on on facebook and it's 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 awesome i mean mine turned out better than i could have imagined um it's 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 realistic it's lifelike it's too I, i'm talking detail like the way i wore my towel the way i spatted my cleats my visor my face mask everything i mean it was it, it's incredible his work is incredible it really is i mean just how detailed he is and i don't know i don't know how he does it but the way he did the, what he's doing, keep doing it, Rob, because you're crushing it, dude. You're crushing it. Oh, I know. I mean, I've seen some with some of the other Bobcats and there's tattoos on them. And it's yeah, like, it's, it's unbelievable. How you get that. <laughs> I know. And like, I, I, I didn't have any tattoos at the time, but I, I wrote on my, on my forearm, I wrote JG for grandma Jan, um, for my, for my fallen grandma. And so she, uh, she was always with me in game day and he put that on my figurine. I was like, that was the most incredible thing. And it like, it's just, it's crazy. The, the amount of detail he puts into those, in, into those figurines is it's uh what he's got going over there is pretty cool. It's pretty special. I don't know. The wait times are like, like, like eight months out. So it's worth yeah. it. Trust me. Anybody that's anybody that's trying to trying to get one, it's worth it. <laughs> Definitely. I think we're going to try to get one for my brother. So <laughs> definitely, that's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. It, so, well, Hey, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your Saturday, Mitch and talking Bobcat football and, all the fun things that happened and continue to happen in Bobcat football. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on and uh, yeah, looking forward to this season, looking forward to seeing how the cats do and, and yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be out there. So if I'm, when I'm out there, I'll hit you up and uh, we can go get a, go get a beer or something. Sounds good. Talk to you later. I right. appreciate it, Mitch. Thank you, man. Yep. Bye. Take care. Go cats. Go cats.